Welcome back to Investment Fund Secrets. I'm Bridger Pennington and today I want to talk about equity versus debt partners. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. All right, so this is a great question that I was recently asked. Um, Hey, do you use more equity partners or debt partners? And I thought this is a fantastic thing we need to talk about right now. This is a huge question, your funds, and a way that you can drive an 8% return into a 20% IRR. Let me say that again. Using debt and equity partners, you can change an 8% return on a deal to a 20% IRR. I know that sounds crazy, but funds use this everywhere and setting up proportionally to equity versus debt of your cost of capital is one of the most important structural things you need to do inside of your fund. To illustrate this, I'm gonna give you a little example and try to follow me. We are gonna go quick and I'm gonna show you how to how to do this and why it's so important. So imagine you have a $100 million real estate deal, we're gonna use round numbers, okay? $100 million deal and you're gonna buy all equity, meaning you're just gonna use your capital that your investors have given you. And let's use, on previous episodes we've talked about setting up an 80-20 fund. So essentially, you're gonna give an 8% pref to the investor. So first 8% of all returns are gonna to go to the investor. The next two percentiles are gonna be catch up to you. And then above that is gonna be, with your carried interest, is gonna be 80-20. So 80% to the investors, 20% to you. So essentially, if you round it all out, it becomes an 80-20 fund. So 80% to the investor, 20% to the fund, depending on your returns, if you get over 10%. Imagine you got a $100 million deal. You do this deal for one year. You do your stuff all year, and you ended up getting an 8% return on that $100 million investment. So if you were going to use just equity, your return would be, you'd say we had an 8% IRR. And in that case, you would just give that whole 8% to your investors. You actually wouldn't make any money on that on that previous fund example I told you. And anyways, different episode, you can dive deeper into that fund structure, what you want to do, but just we're going to use round numbers right now. So you had an 8% IRR. Now funds are judged by your IRR, your internal rate of return, right? That's usually a big metric when investors ask, hey, what's your IRR? What are you guys returning? So you would say that you're, hey, we had an 8% return. Your investors would say, oh, it's not too bad. 8% is an awful. Now, if you put in debt partners, you could turn that 8% into 20% IRR. Let me walk you through the numbers, okay? So round number, same exact deal, $100 million, but you set up a debt partner, meaning a bank usually, that's gonna give you a line of credit to give you money, and you're thinking about cost of capital, right? So your investors are pretty expensive cost of capital. That is expensive to use, but you're just trying to drive them a higher return. A bank usually will give you, I don't know, it depends on the bank, but something over LIBOR. LIBOR is the London International Bank exchange rate, so they it's kind of a standard rate that banks lend to each other. So if you're a, a big institution, a bank will give you a, a LIBOR plus 60 bips, whatever it is, right? And so if we use round numbers, LIBOR right now, I think is about two and a quarter percent. 
We'll just say it's 3%. We'll put it above LIBOR. So let's say they give you a 3% rate, okay, on your money. Now, typically real estate deals, they want for your debt partner, they want you to put 30% down. They're gonna put 70% down. So think of the $100 million deal, you're gonna put $30 million of your fund money in, and then you're gonna borrow $70 million at 3%. Does that make sense? So $100 million deal, 30% is from your fund, and just all of your fund structure, you're putting $30 million in from your fund which enables you to go out and buy $100 million of property because you have a debt partner that puts in 70% at 3% interest. So at the end of the deal, the end of the year, let's say that whole property got an 8% return. Awesome return, right? But here is the difference, okay? With your debt partner, you're gonna pay them 3% on $70 million. That comes out to about 2.1 million. We'll just call it 2 million to make it round, okay? So $2 million. You made $8 million this year, an 8% return, $8 million on a $100 million deal. From that 8 million, you've gotta pay 2 million to your debt partner. So 2 million goes out, now you have 6 million, right? And you're like, oh crap, we have to pay our debt partner. Not so. You just made $6 million on a $30 million investment, right? So you, cause you, your fund put in $30 million and you got 6 million out. And guess what? That's a 20% IRR. So by doing the exact same real estate deal, the exact same structure, besides the fact that you brought in a debt partner with cheaper cost of capital, you just leveraged your fund way more and got your investors a way higher rate of return, a 20% IRR. Is that making sense? So that's how you change an 8% IRR to a 20% IRR overnight by setting up relationships with banks, lines of credit. Now that's a long road. It's harder and when you're just starting out to get that, that initial line of credit from a bank and that's something you need to be start thinking about and working on and start having conversations with banks and even local banks. You don't have to go to the Chase or Wells Fargo. Call the credit union down the road. Call these smaller banks because they wanna get involved with these deals and you probably don't need a $400 million line of credit from Chase Bank right now, right? You just need a smaller line of credit from a credit union of let's say it's $3 million and they are totally willing to do that. So start setting up relationships, taking these people to dinner and lunch, whatever you need to do to get in the door with them and to start having these conversations to get this type of return. So when you look at funds, when a fund says, oh, we have this much assets under management, it's your AUM, lots of real estate funds will say like Cardone Capital, Grant Cardone would be great. He says, hey, we have a billion dollars assets under management. What that really probably means, and I don't know the actual inner workings, but most funds his size, that means their fund is actually only about 300, maybe $400 million big, but they can leverage that to buy about a billion dollars of property. Does that make sense? So you kind of can see, start pulling back the layers of private equity to see exactly what's going on and how they're making so much freaking money. Now imagine for yourself too, when you're making an 8% return with that current structure I told you, you give all 8% to your investors. You, as a fund manager, the way I've told you to set it up without a, without a management fee, you make $0. And even if you did make a management fee, I mean, you're not making that much. With a 20% IRR, you are splitting 20%, 80-20. So you end up making 4% on top of that. And if you're starting a management fee, that'd be 2%. So it's 6% total on your money and on the fund's money. It's a very lucrative way to do that. And that's how all big funds are run. And they start reaching out to institutions to do this for them. So that's today's lesson on debt versus equity partners and how to leverage them against each other. See you next time.
Yo, if you're just starting out, you probably have a lot of questions. That's awesome. I want to hear them. So please go to investmentfundsecrets.com, submit your questions. And if I like your question enough, I actually want to bring you on the show with me to ask those questions live to me. And I'm going to bring on another investment fund manager to answer them for you. So if you're interested in that, please submit a good question on the website. Again, that's investmentfundsecrets.com. See you there. Boom. What's going on, people? Hey, believe it or not, I want to hear from you. I want to hear your problems starting a fund, growing your fund, and scaling your fund. So hit me up on Instagram at Bridger underscore Pennington. I want to hear your questions. Write them out. Send me a voice memo. Send me a video. Film it up and down. I might even throw you on Instagram and feature you, and I'd love to bring you on the show. Send me questions. Again, that's at Bridger underscore Pennington. See ya.